the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Money Monday means a visit with Josh Pick of Aptus Wealth Management. 614-917-1040 is Aptus' number. They're located in Lewis Center. Very easy to get to, and they make it easy for you to get a handle on your retirement. They offer you a $25 gift card for the free consultation. You can patronize a local business and always learn more. Also, Josh hosts the Aptus Retirement Blueprint Radio Show, 4 p.m. Saturdays here on The Answer. A good way for you to get more knowledge about the markets and what's going on. And I guess that's where I'd like to start, Josh, is do we know what's going on? Inflation is going on, and that's an ongoing topic, and we'll probably touch on it again here. But the Fed is, the Federal Reserve, rather, is usually charged with trying to do something to rein it in. Uh, we've gotten some signals of what they might do. Do we have a clear path yet of what the Fed is going to do? Well, I wish we did. I, I don't think we have a clear path of exactly what they're going to do, but we at least have some inclination as to what's happened in history and what they're saying today. And by that, I mean the Fed has made it very clear that in the near future, they're going to stop the you know the buyback or the, let's say, uh, the same monetary policy that they've been working with in the way of just essentially giving, uh, buying whatever the government wants to borrow, um, they're going to tighten that up. Um, and that can have an effect, obviously, in that the government cannot carte blanche, keep on operating by just knowing that if they print money, the Fed will buy it. Uh, the other thing that they've said they're going to do or that they're going to be forced to do moving forward is at some point start raising interest rates. Now, we don't know exactly when that's going to happen, and the only thing that history tells us is it'll probably be uh, a little bit behind. You know, what the Fed ultimately has is the, 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 the decision or they have the, the, the goal of doing is thwarting that inflation number. But they really can't start doing things until the inflation number starts kind of going out of, you know, starting ticking up. And usually they're behind. So, uh, and that's just kind of a, a, a part of the process. So I think what they'll start doing is raising interest rates, but they'll probably be a little bit too slow. So inflation will be here. There's no way to avoid it. Um, and I think we're, we're ticking up to higher inflation rates moving forward, whether we want to or not. It is Money Monday on The Answer, and we talk with Josh Pick of Aptus Wealth Management. Their web address is Aptus Wealth, A-P-T-U-S, aptuswealth.com. They offer you a free consultation for your time to learn more about your retirement and to see things coming before they arrive. That's really a much better way to react uh, to things is to be proactive. And I guess that's what I want to know. Is there something about the structure of the Fed, Josh, that they're precluded from being proactive or are they always because of their role and because they have to kind of be in a wait and see manner that they are kind of forced to be reactive more so than proactive i think they can be proactive but at the same time it's it's almost just kind of a a part of the beast right i mean you you don't want to start unnecessarily raising interest rates and negatively affecting the economy but at the same time you don't want the uh inflation to careen out of control so you try and rein it back in and that's just one of those delicate balancing acts that they're left to play. I mean, the last thing that the Fed wants to be responsible for, even though this is not their stature, is to 
you know, crush the stock market. The last thing we want to do is, is uh, even though they're not supposed to be political, uh, I think we can all agree that there's a political component to the Fed at this point. Uh, they don't want to make their uh, whoever the incumbent is look bad. So they're left with all of these decisions to make. But I think, you know, ultimately for the individual, and that's who we're really talking to here on, on your show, Bruce, is what can the individual do to help protect themselves against the deterioration of the dollar that they're holding in their pocket? And there's some ways that they can do that. The obvious one would be, well, make sure you have some savings so that you can, you know, supplement your income down the line and have a retirement. But number two would be, how do I invest? And historically speaking, uh, in times like this, real asset prices will go up. That's what inflation is. So think of things like homes, land, goods and services, et cetera. Those prices will go up. And staples will hold steady. But companies that are reliant upon borrowing money at low interest rates to arbitrage their growth strategy, so think of very high-tech growth companies, mm -hmm. think tech, think et cetera, unless they have the magic widget, those companies will start to struggle. And we saw this many, many times. Think back to the 70s. You can go through times in history where this occurred. So I would say to protect your assets or to protect your retirement, think of things like inflation-protected securities. Think of things like gold. Think of real assets. And then think of other things like um, uh, dividend-paying stocks and value stocks is probably the safer play. But being diversified and having a well-laid-out plan is always the, the best method. But those asset classes should do better over the next few years than some of those high-explosive growth stocks that we've seen do so well over the last 10 years. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, things that that don't depreciate, things that are always worth something. I mean, I remember very vividly as a young boy attending my uncle's farm sale, and the auctioneer started the sale of the land by saying, you know, there's only so much Mother Earth, and limited re limited limited items, uh, things that people always want, are obviously a good place to have your money, and Josh and the Aptus Wealth team can help you identify what those things are. Free consultation with them by calling 614-917-1040 or by making your appointment online. Aptus, A-P-T-U-S, aptuswealth.com. They're located in Lewis Center, just a little bit north of 270 and 23, so very easy to get to. Speaking of depreciation, the one thing that's depreciating quickly, uh, almost every poll number with Joe Biden. And I wonder how significant at all it is, Josh. We talk about consumer confidence. And, of course, you know, I mean, every human being, you run a hedge fund, you run a bank. I mean, your, your ideas about where things are headed, I think, would impact decisions you make, which could impact the economy. What what do you think the significance of, if at all, of polls that, like one I'm looking at here from Quinnipiac, 57% of Americans disapprove of Joe Biden's handling of the economy? Does that mean anything to where we end up going by shaping opinions about what people think currently? Uh, I think it does. I, I don't think it necessarily does as much as maybe we hear on the news all the time. But there's no question that there's an emotional component uh, to what we do, right? I mean, how we make decisions, what we buy, when we buy, how, how confident we feel about buying things. And we rank that according to what we call consumer confidence. But if you look at Joe Biden or even the previous administration, the polarity uh, in the country right now is at an all-time high. And I think, you know, what we're really saying is Democrat, Republican, we need to demand more from our leaders. And we have an extreme lack of confidence across the board, and it seems to be getting even worse with the Biden administration. We have an extreme lack of confidence in the leadership at the top. We feel like we're consistently lied to. We feel like uh, nobody's willing to admit when they're wrong and correct course. We just double down. 
And that's really having a negative effect on people's willingness to uh, invest. It's having a, a negative effect on people's willingness to uh, maybe you know start that business or do different things because they believe that I don't really know what the direction of the economy is going to be. So the way you solve that problem is education. Make sure you're making the right decisions. Make sure you're, uh, if we're talking about retirement, for example, that you're allocated in a way that you know regardless of what the administration is, you have an all-weather approach. But uh, to answer your question simply, I think it does have an effect. It has an effect on our day-to-day life and has the effect on how we make money decisions. Josh Pick is our guest. Josh is with Aptus Wealth Management. They're located in Lewis Center, and they are certainly ready to hear from you at 614-917-1040 or via a web appointment, which you can set up at aptuswealth.com to help you be ready and be shepherded through these kinds of very volatile times. I mean, that's, I think, one of the things, Josh, that you would probably have to do on um, a pretty routine basis is uh, every single client has to be at some point in time uh, calmed, maybe, with the uncertainty out there. How often do your conversations in times like these trend toward, um, you know, calming, purposeful, strategic not reacting to a lot of the vitriol that you just referred to that, uh, you know, is there, whether we have a Republican president or whether we have a Democratic president. I've been very fortunate in that I've had great clients throughout the years. And I think uh, I don't have to deal with as much of that as many of maybe my my cohorts do. But I think that comes down to process. And um, when you come to our office, we're not going to just try and sell you a product or you know, in, in meeting one, try and get you to buy something from us, and then we move on to the next transaction. It is, in fact, a process. And through that process of, you know, four meetings, you're going to learn the reason why we're doing what we're doing, and most importantly, what expectations should be moving forward. And once you learn those two things, as situations occur in the economy, you're prepared for them. You understood that these times would come, so it's easier to deal with them. But Bruce, I'd be lying to you if I didn't say that in times of uncertainty, you have to have conversations. And that's something that we do, uh, we're very adamant about, is making sure we keep in constant contact with our clients, making sure that we're available, and making sure that we revisit everything that we did along the way so that we can add as much uh, sense of of <laughs> takeaway unnerving as much as we possibly can uh, and make your, your plan uh, as committed to you. You're committed to your plan as much as we are. Uh, that's a big help moving forward. Well, I think that's true. I mean, there's a lot of things come to mind when I think about that. You know, the old adage, and it's it's an adage because it's true, is if you don't, uh, if you if you fail to plan, then you plan to fail. And and I also think beginning with the end in mind, envisioning those circumstances. And I know that's what you specialize in at Aptus Wealth Management is uh, looking forward on the horizon, having a vision, having a plan. And so that's how people can uh, can count on knowing that you guys are uh, are focused on those kinds of things. It's one of the big reasons why I recommend Josh and the Aptus Wealth team, 614-917-1040. Aptus, A-P-T-U-S, aptuswealth.com. Get your free consultation. Get your $25 gift card. More importantly, get smarter about what's going on, what might be coming down the road. And also, you can avail yourself of more of Josh's perspective on the Aptus Retirement Blueprint Radio Show, Saturday, 4 p.m. here on The Answer. Josh, it's always great to visit with you on a Money Monday. We'll look forward to talking to you again next week. You as well. Thanks, Bruce.
It is sad that we lost a true American hero yesterday. Charles McGee, one of the Tuskegee Airmen, died at the age of 102 uh, peacefully at his home in Bethesda, Maryland. His daughter, Yvonne, said he had his right hand over his heart and was smiling serenely uh, when he passed on to eternal life. Uh, Charles McGee flew over 400, 400 combat missions during a military career uh, that spanned World War II, uh, the Korean War, and the Vietnam War. Wow. Uh, he was part of the legendary Tuskegee Airmen who combated racism during their military career. And I'm just amazed at the heroism, bravery, courage uh, of a man like this. According to the National Museum of the U.S. Air Force, the Tuskegee Airmen downed over 100 enemy planes, took out 150 grounded aircraft, took out 40 boats and barges, and wrecked 600 railway cars during World War II. In a 1995 interview with the Associated Press, um, Charles McGee said, You could say that one of the things we were fighting for was equality. Equality of opportunity. We knew we had the same skills or better. He later said in life, I am pleased that America has put segregation and other forms of racial discrimination behind us. But I am bothered that so few young people understand World War II history, including the unique contribution of the Tuskegee Airmen. It's important for our young people to not only know where our country is going, but where it has been. I think it's also important for us to know where we could be going if we don't truthfully address issues going on right now. People like Joe Biden want to paint efforts to make our elections secure and authentic as racist and bigoted actions. That is sad. It is sadder that people who should know better, people like Maxine Waters, people like James Clyburn, people of an era where they are keenly aware of the gains that America has made in race relations, instead choose to divide and detract from those gains. We are not going to be the kind of country we have been if we always question and doubt the results of our elections. These are things that other countries have done down throughout the ages. It compromises the confidence in the leader of that country. The peaceful transfer of power here, the sometimes grudging, but still um, acceptance of election results has always been something that America could count on until the election of George Bush over Al Gore. And pretty much ever since then, it has become routine to question the outcome of our elections. I think with good reason. In the previous presidential election, because if you saw the ruling from a Wisconsin judge late last week, 
That judge noted that Wisconsin election laws were broken repeatedly in the 2022 presidential election. There was no statutory authority, Judge Michael Boren ruled, for widespread ballot harvesting or drop boxes to be collected. Wisconsin law says that mail-in ballots must be turned in at the municipal clerk's office or returned through the mail. There's no provision for ballot boxes, drop boxes, where the ballots are brought in by an unverified third party. Wisconsin law does not allow people to give ballots out. Only the election officials in charge of the election can do that. But these things happen during the presidential election of 2020. Now, Wisconsin is trying to do this again. That's why the issue was in court. Because Ron Johnson announced last week, Republican senator from Wisconsin, that he's going to run for a third term. Oh, Democrats want that seat bad. They want to hold on to the Senate. They've got it by the slimmest of margins right now, 50-50. They're going to lose in Georgia. There's no way Raphael Warnock is going to beat Herschel Walker. Hopefully there's no way Rob Portman, stepping aside, will be succeeded by Tim Ryan, a Democrat here in Ohio. But 20 of the 34 spots up are Republican spots. So Democrats know, hey, this path gave us the White House, gave us the Senate, barely allowed us to white-knuckle our way into hanging on to the House in 2020. Maybe we should do more of it. More ballot harvesting. Less voter ID. More mail-in balloting. Might be one of the motivations they have for keeping the pandemic alive. Oh, it's not safe to go out. So, the Federalist is doing a nice job of tracking these lawsuits and these instances of illegalities. I mean, I was going to say voter fraud, but it's, it's illegalities. It happened in Pennsylvania, happened in Wisconsin. But we have to get to the point where we believe in our elections. And just without really debating whether you're a Republican or a Democrat, pretty much this is an obvious answer. Are elections more secure if people have to show a vote? Have to show an ID to vote? Or are they less secure if anybody can vote? I mean, come on. I want to hear the argument. The plausible argument that you can't get an ID to prove who you are when you vote. That's crazy. So if you have a little time today, read about the Tuskegee Airmen. Read about this American hero. Charles McGee, 409 combat missions. That's amazing. Martin Luther King, of course, is known for his I Have a Dream speech. Here's another quote from Dr. King that I've always liked because it is, I think, a great representation of biblical truth. Dr. King once said, Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. Words to remember on Martin Luther King Day and every day.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.